Merry Christmas. We gather for Christmas Mass, but our readings really have, uh, we've got uh, readings uh, that exist for the Vigil Mass, and then readings for Mass at midnight, and Mass at dawn, and Mass during the day. So there's four different Gospels that we could be hearing Usually at this 10 o'clock Mass, we hear the readings from the Mass at midnight. But I wanted to use the ones for the Gospel from the Mass at dawn. And it's a continuation from Luke chapter 2 of how the shepherds are out in the field and the angels come and, and say, they bring you tidings of great joy, a Savior's been born for you. And that's how it leaves off with Midnight Gospel. Well, then today's the Gospel that you just heard is what picks up for the Mass at dawn where the angels say, let us go then to Bethlehem. And they see Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus. And after that, there's this uh, line that I really like. It says, Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Mary pondered all these things that happened that first Christmas, the birth of her son, the message of the angels, and, and everything else. And I think my, Mary is a very good model for us to follow, to ponder these things in our heart. I think Cardinal John Dearden did that. I base that from uh, something he wrote that appeared, if you've been using the little blue book, uh, from December 18th, there was a, a, a quote from him, and I think it's worth hearing again. He wrote, Every Christmas is different. The feast is the same, and so are the Christmas carols and the other customs. But all of this comes into lives that have not stood still since last Christmas. Some have experienced the death of someone very close, and this will be the first Christmas without that person. Some have experienced a birth in their family, and this will be the child's first Christmas. Some have moved to a new home or to a new city, and this Christmas will include new neighbors and friends. Some are without a job and wonder what to do. Even though our lives are different, the memories of Christmas in the past come back each year and are added to the meaning of this feast. We remember how it was when the family was young or when our mother was still living or when times were better, or when times were worse. All of this, the past and the present, is poured into our Christmas. And that is fitting, because Christmas is a time when we celebrate a God who became part of all human life. Christmas is a time when we celebrate a God who became part of all human life. 
I think of the Gospel of Matthew. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Through the good times and the bad, through the Christmases that are joyous and the Christmases that are rough, God is with us. And again, I was thinking about that image of Mary reflecting on these things in her heart. And one of the things that happens around Christmas time is all these Christmas programs and Christmas movies and Christmas stories. And as I was pondering them, I, I realized the ones that I enjoy the most are the ones that involve acts of kindness, of generosity, that, that just... That's what really moves me. That's what I think captures Christmas. Because those are the ones that reflect what we celebrate today. God's generosity and kindness to us in choosing to become one of us. Another way to be like Mary and reflect on these things in our heart, it's good to notice the quiet signs of God at work. I thought of that recently with, um, often with Christmas, we have a Christmas tree in our home, we decorate them, right? Well, one thing that's kind of interesting to do if you get a chance is to go to Meyer Gardens this time of year, and they've got a whole bunch of Christmas trees that are decorated but what, what they do is, it's kind of like Christmas around the world. And so uh, there's a Christmas tree from Peru or from Poland or from England or from Sweden. And, and each of these trees is as the ornaments that would be appropriate for the people uh, in that country. And so uh, I was admiring them and I had invited my niece along and we came to the tree from Germany. Well, I had been to Meyer Gardens before with this Christmas thing, and I knew that a tradition with this German Christmas tree is there is a special ornament, a pickle, okay? And the tradition is, is the first person to find the Christmas pickle gets an extra present. So I was telling my niece this story, and we were looking at this tree, and I'm trying to spot this pickle. Now, I don't know if because pickles are green and the tree is green or whatever, but I can't find it. And I'm starting to get a little anxious that my niece is going to think that her uncle is losing it <laughs> because he's looking for a pickle on a Christmas tree. Well, then all of a sudden, I happened to overhear a little boy that was nearby, and he was speaking to his mom. Should I tell him where the pickle is? <laughs> and his mom nodded yes. And this little boy pointed out, and it was kind of down low and tucked in a bit, but there was the Christmas pickle. Now, it was hard for me to find that pickle without some help. Sometimes it might 
feel like in the world we live in right now, it's hard to find signs of God's goodness. Sometimes we need help. I recommend turning to Mary. Mary, who was traveling heavy with child, and there was no room for them in the inn, but she kept trusting in God's promise, and it worked out. She gave birth to a newborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger. Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. May you reflect in your heart this gift of God's Son we celebrate tonight. Merry Christmas.